Hello and welcome to the Crystal Lightworkers podcast to aid spirituality and well-being using crystals. My name is Jackie Winters, founder of the British Academy of Crystal Healing. And today I would like to discuss with you another member of the Euphoralite family, Midnight Sky Supernova. British Academy of Crystal Healing is one of the UK's leading authorities on crystal healing offering online tutored accredited courses and pre-recorded video classes. Take a look at our website and maybe enjoy one of our five-star rated classes at www.britishacademyofcrystalhealing.com Euphoralite really has changed my life. I am loving the depth of experience that is realised when connecting to this vibration. Or should I say, when the Euphoralite decides that I am a suitable channel for the vibration and opens my perception to have lucid meditations and gain a deeper understanding of this world that we live in. After meeting Whale and Red Dragon in my last experience, I have an excitement at the prospect of who I will meet in the energy world during my connection to Midnight Sky. I'm not going to lie, as always, I get a little bit disappointed that my connection was not instant. Three days I carried Midnight Sky with me, waiting for myself to be able to feel or sense something from the vibration. And then when I finally let go of any expectations and sort of gave up, that's when it all happens. Sometimes I can get really frustrated because I'm like, oh, am I going to get a connection? Am I not going to get connection? So what I've learned over the years is that, you know, if you want a clear connection with any crystal, it's like you have to give up any expectation in your mind. That the mindset of any preconceived ideas of what you may be expecting from the vibration to just dissolve. And at that point, It's when I personally get blown away with what comes next because it's so far outside of my normal perception. Now, you might be like me where your mind starts to conjure up all sorts of ideas of what might happen with the crystal. Or you may be one of these people that's really comfortable sitting in the peace. But I have an excitable mind and sometimes it creates expectations of what might happen. So to quieten those expectations, I have to wait and sit comfortably in the silence (laughs) for my connection to be a good, clean, true one. So working with you for a light midnight sky, laying in my bed, half awake, half asleep in the early hours of the morning, I placed my awareness on the crystal and asked to be connected again. And this time, I was immediately out in the cosmos. My awareness was looking around the vast expanse of black nothingness. And I could see it so clearly. I was watching the iridescence of the stars, shooting stars, minor explosions. And I could hear the noise that the universe makes. I was mesmerized that I could see so clearly, hear the mechanism of the solar system. I never knew that there was a sound to the movement of the vast ocean of stars 
and planets. I became aware of a presence next to me. The presence was wise and kind, and I felt it was a little amused by my wonder at such magnificence. I could stay here and watch it all day, working so beautifully and so naturally without any man-made assistance. There is so much happening beyond our conscious awareness that it is truly fascinating. The presence said, come on, let me show you round. What? I am having a tour of the cosmos with the presence. So I tried to turn my awareness so that I could see better. And the presence was a white version of Father Time. In energy form, of course. So we drifted through the sea of darkness, me totally in awe of everything that was happening. But he was leading me to a specific place. I want you to see a white dwarf, it said. Okay, for those of you that don't know me, I had absolutely no idea at all what a bloody white dwarf was. Never even heard of such a thing, but my mind was left open to listen to what he was saying. The white dwarf appeared to be a mass of light brighter than the sun. Have you ever bought a bulb that is a warm glow, and then one that is strikingly white. Well, there was the velocity of the light being emitted from the white dwarf that I was looking at. It was so powerful. It's like a really bright light. Father Time said to me that a white dwarf is a union of celestial stars, and there is great wisdom to be gleaned from sitting with them. Light is illumination from the soul into the conscious mind and by allowing yourself to absorb the light from white dwarf and ingest the wisdom from your soul has to offer. My thoughts were, I hope I managed to remember all this because sometimes when I sit with crystals, the light goes directly into my subconscious mind and it can take me a while to process it. So I just sat patiently watching, sensing and enjoying the experience of uniting with this incredible light. It felt like I was bathing in gentleness, a calming, soothing, purifying energy, emptying my mind and weaving the light of white dwarf all the way through my brain. Oh my goodness, I felt relief, peace, purity, stillness, love, kindness. These were all the energies that I was experiencing within my mind. And and eventually the light started to filter down into areas in my body that were tense because of the tension within my mind, which I had never actually realized I had. White Dwarf was giving me a new mind, a new perception of life, and new thought patterns. My awareness returned to everyday reality after leaving the meditation and I re-entered into my bedroom. My first thoughts were, oh, I need to write this down because I feel I am learning so much. I began searching on the NASA website to see if there was such a thing as a white dwarf. Oh my Lord, there is. And this is what it said. When stars reach the end of their long evolution, smaller stars, those up to eight times as massive as our own sun, typically become white dwarfs. 
These ancient stars are incredibly dense. A teaspoon of their matter would weigh as much as an elephant, 5.5 tons on Earth. Oh my goodness, a teaspoon. And according to NASA, the gravity on the surface of White Dwarf is 350,000 times that of the gravity on Earth. That means a 150 pound or 68 kilogram person on Earth would weigh 50 million pounds or 22.7 million kilograms on the surface of a white dwarf. It then went on to say that stars like our sun fuse hydrogen in their cores into helium. White dwarfs are stars that have burned up all their hydrogen that they once used as nuclear fuel. And when a star runs out of fuel, it no longer experiences an outward push from the process of the fusion and it collapses inward on itself. White dwarfs contain approximately the mass of the sun, but have roughly the radius of Earth. This makes them among the densest objects in space, beaten out only by neutron stars and black holes. At the end of their lives, white dwarves will explode in a violent supernova, leaving behind a neutron star or black hole. A supernova is a powerful and luminous explosion of a star. This transient astronomical event occurs during the last evolutionary stage of a massive star or when a white dwarf is triggered into runaway nuclear fusion. This was mind-blowing because the full name of the crystal that I am connecting to is Midnight Sky Supernova. Now, I had absolutely no previous thoughts about a white dwarf. I didn't even know white dwarfs existed. And I certainly didn't know that a white dwarf would turn into a supernova. So this really was fascinating me that I could get all this information from the crystal and have it backed up by what NASA are relaying to us and letting us know in their research. So when I reconnected with Midnight Sky Supernova in meditation, I expressed my thanks that the information had been made so easily and readily available to help me comprehend what had happened during the meditation. My awareness with my energy body and the energy world was just increasing dramatically. I knew there was more for me to understand from the experience working with Midnight Sky Supernova, so I waited for Father Time to appear and sat silently connected to the vastness of the cosmos and the realisation that we truly do get lost in the reality of the man-made world, which can actually stop us from exploring our own inner world and having experiences like this and becoming more and more connected to the two worlds. Father time came and stood by my side. I stared in awe out at the sea of energy and watched the movement of the stars and the life this incredible cosmos holds. Together, our awarenesses travelled back to White Dwarf, where I felt connected to the light, which was the wisest, most incredible consciousness, ancient wisdom, that was well established. 
a deep understanding of the workings of the stars, planets and the vibrational field of energy that is carried within all of the life in this cosmos. I've always been into meditation and had some incredible experiences. In fact, I was beginning to think that I had all my experiences and that I could not get anything better than I was already done. And then Euphora Light came into my world, driving my consciousness deeper into my inner world and clearing my inner vision, inner hearing and sensitivity. White Dwarf spoke to me and said that the gravitational pull from White Dwarf can help Mother Earth make her transition into the fifth dimension by gently lifting the denser vibrations away from the physical body of Earth into the cleaner, purer vibrations of the fifth dimension. Some of you might not really understand what this is about, but when you're out in the cosmos, you can see that around the earth are spheres of energy. Um, just like me and you, the earth has energy that's linked to thoughts. And the density of the energy around Mother Earth just needs pulling outwards and it would help all forms of life enter into this fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is an, an, a level of awareness that is all heart-based. It's beautiful. And that's obviously what... I would like and hopefully what you would like. So I listened to what White Dwarf was saying and they carried on to say, we would like you to grid the earth with crystals and hold the intention of connecting to White Dwarf so that we can use the grid that you have created and gently pull with our gravitational pull, pull the energy of the earth and birth the finer vibration into earth's energy field. I said to White Dwarf, well, what does that mean for me? What do you want me to do exactly? And there was no voice or anything, just knowings that were happening. We would, we would like you to travel the earth to place crystals on certain energy lines using your ceremonial ways to connect to the earth and to connect to us. Oh, okay. Okay, I could feel the excitement rising within me, almost like I knew I was here on earth to do this. And I was getting really excited. It was almost like my soul was saying, this is this is why you're here, to, to, to help raise this vibration. So when I have gridded the earth and you have pulled the energy up into the finer vibrations, what will happen? And White Wolf said, it will stretch the consciousness that is available on earth, helping people become clearer minded. They will have a better understanding of things, wake up to the reality of a heart-based society. People will have a low tolerance to impurities on all levels, impure thoughts, impure life events that are not serving and emanating on a heart vibration. They'll gain a deeper connection with Mother Earth. How do I locate these energy lines to grid? I was told that they have already been marked for me. Well, not just for me, but they have already been marked on the earth because churches and cathedrals were built on energy lines. We want you to take a clear quartz, bless it, call on the spirit of the land and ask permission to place the crystal in the earth with the intention of connecting to white dwarf. Anyone who's listening to this and feels in their heart that they want to be a part of this um, please contact us and we would love to help you understand a little bit more and explain what 
to do. There is no damage going to be done just by placing clear quartz in the earth, in the sacred grounds of a church or a cathedral. And if this is something you want to get involved with, then please get in contact with us at Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E dot winters at yahoo.co.uk and just reference it white dwarf so that I know who to contact and what it's all about. And I asked white dwarf, is there a time limit on this? Everything is done in the eternal now. So time is irrelevant. Just make sure that your focus is aligned with the now when you perform the ceremony with earth and white dwarf. Okay, I'm beginning to get an idea of this now. So everything happens in the now. I already knew that, but sort of don't know why I I asked, but I did. (laughs) And this is all starting to make some sort of sense and it has a good probability to it. So let's give it a go. White Wolf said you will begin to notice more kindness in your life, more heart-based communities start to emerge in the area that you have gridded. People will start to take more time to enjoy life and have little tolerance for untruths and impurities. Thoughts that are impure will be recognised as untruths. Actions that are made without authenticity will be instantly recognised and there will be a unification of like-minded people. I had to just say to White Dwarf, thank you so much for inviting me to partake in this incredible shift, and I will commence the work with a full heart. I feel I want to invite people to join me, so I have already begun organising workshops around the UK, and potentially um, to leaders around the world, and see if people want to get involved. The first workshop that we will be doing is in a church hall in the beautiful countryside of Derbyshire, and that is in March 2023. Already I have people asking me if they can join me, and my heart is truly singing because it takes a special kind of person to recognize a soul call, because often our heads will get in the way and say, what are you doing and why would you want to do something like this and contradict what the soul is saying through the heart. And yet here we are where a lot of people are beginning to recognize that what I am saying is resonating with them and they want to be a part of the raising of the energy. A few days after the meditation and the instructions about gridding the earth, I met with one of my soul sisters here on the earth who said after I relayed the story to her that it sounds as though you are working with the dragon lines. Dragon lines? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, I said thinking, oh my goodness, I have just been communicating with red dragon. I really do need to explore this further. I don't know where the dragon lines are within the earth. I had heard the ley lines and used dowsing over ley lines, but never heard of dragon lines. This was totally new to me. I did some internet research and this was revealed to me. The mysterious ley lines or sometimes known as dragon lines. The Oxford Dictionary says... The supposed straight line of prehistoric track, usually between churches, 
Hilltops, temples, stone circles, burial sites and spiritual locations are known as ley lines or dragon lines. A belief that ley lines, sometimes referred to as dragon lines, exist has been held through the centuries and carry some form of the Earth's energies and also responsible for certain paranormal activities. Ah, okay. So ley lines and dragon lines are the same. Okay, so I think I get this. So then I carried on reading in the Oxford Dictionary and it said it has been proved that this belief has had an effect on some aspects of life within the British Isles. There is a theory that birds, fish and animals use the ley lines as a compass. Magnetite is in the brain of humans and animals and influences the sense of direction. It was probably the reason as to why many of our ancient monuments are situated where they are. Okay, now I might want to just share with you listeners that I think I must have been born without magnetite in my brain because I have no pain sense of direction at all. And I find that sometimes people that are into crystals also share my disability of not knowing which is north, south, east and west unless we have a compass in front of us. I'm finding all this absolutely fascinating that the Oxford Dictionary is actually saying that ley lines exist and that birds, fish and animals um, are using these ley lines as a compass. It would appear that my experiences with Euphorolite are leading me on a spiritual adventure and I am so excited to have a go at this. Now, I don't have any expectation as to what's going to happen, but I totally believe in what I am being told. It is being backed up more and more. The more I do these meditations, the more I'm finding that the information I'm getting is actually being backed up. So I am going to go on this spiritual adventure that Whale, Red Dragon, and now Father Time are all sharing with me and telling me the way forward. And I am beyond delighted to be in service to them through my heart, which is singing right now because I am so excited to start this. And if anybody wants to come with me, I would be more than happy for you to join me. Now, I have always known that Mother Earth is connected to me through my heart. And I often say to students when they first join me on the crystal class, if you write down the word Earth, E-A-R-T-H, over and over again, leaving no gaps between, you will start to see the word heart, heart, heart. The earth speaks to us through our heart. Well now, I want to just say an enormous thank you to you listeners for listening and if you would like to join in the quest to grid the earth and feel the pull to be a part of what I have mentioned today, then please feel free to contact me and I would be honoured for you to share this journey with me. So have a great day and sending much love and hoping to help raise the vibrations of Mother Earth into the fifth dimension.